0: Twitter handle, at Religion of Woke. Please give me five stars on Apple. If a woke community college teacher asks you to write an essay on wokeness, should you rip her a new one? Coming up today on the Anti-Woke Podcast. So here's a little story about uh, my community college days. I guess there's... Let's just talk about college in general. So I, you know, I I did community college. I got a two-year degree from community college. But I also flunked out of community college. I forget how many times. Like three or four times. One time I was flunking out of community college. And my grandma died that term. And I had some sort of college loan. And, like, if you flunk out, then they don't pay for your next term. But... If you can come up with a death certificate, I mean, I'm sure it'd be easy to fake, but, anyways, my grandma really did die. If you can come up with a death certificate, you can uh, show that to them and they say, oh, okay, well, that's extenuating circumstances. You're not kicked off the loan. And so then I went and flunked out of community college the next term. So, two terms in a row. Plus, I did it one or two other times. I can't even remember. Mostly just flunk all your classes and then don't go the next term. Not like, Community college can't really kick you out. If you got money, you're in. Which makes me wonder about... uh, I guess they're taking it out of the... Whatever. There's a... You know, Biden... Something, something. They were going to make community college free for all Americans. And so I always wondered, like... Could you just flunk every term and then go back? I mean, they probably wouldn't let you do that. But that would be... That was something I wanted to know. Anyways, it's not in the bill, so... We'll never know exactly what they would have dealt with uh, flunkers. So I'm kind of a, you know, if you can't tell, or whatever, or this is your first podcast. Anyways, let's stop being ridiculous. Um, I like science stuff. It doesn't mean that I don't, you know, science is the hardest, it's the hardest kind of class. So, you know, I would take science classes, and then I would flunk out of them. But anyways, that's what I was interested in. I didn't, you know, there's a lot of classes you can, you know, sociology, where you hear that America's racist when it isn't. There's a lot of classes where you can just, everyone passes. but just I just have no interest in those classes where everyone passes and it's all indoctrination BS. Communications. A lot of times you'll see a attractive young woman. And you're like, what's your major? And she's like, communications. And you're like, yep. Some, some man with a good job is going to snap you up. And then you'll never have to worry about what your major was. But so we're setting the scene here a little bit. So while it is true that I flunked out of college many times... Now you know I used to flunk uh, whatever. I used to flunk classes in high school too. It was never because I wasn't smart. It was always because I just didn't try. That makes me think. I, I when I was in high school, I transferred from one high school to the other, and I transferred after the first day. Like you know, I transferred the you know maybe maybe the second day. But anyways, you're supposed to figure all your stuff out a couple weeks in advance. Choose your classes. You know, it's kind of like college where you could choose. Uh, you know, you had to take English and math, but then you could choose whatever afterwards. Anyways, I guess you know, did, did I mess up? I guess my parents must have messed up on that one. And so uh I went in there maybe the first day of school or the second day of school and I'm like, "Okay, I'm going here." And they had this big board, kind of like a whiteboard. I forget, yeah, I guess it was a whiteboard. They had a whiteboard with lots of drawings on it, like a serial killer drawings thing. But basically it was uh You know, what period, what time of day, and what classes were available, and were they full, and stuff like that. And so, we're going through the list. uh, Like, you know, at my school, you had to take four years of English, like two years of math, stuff like that. So, like, I had to pick an English class, because, you know, unless unless you're a fifth-year senior, you have to pick an English class to get your four years of it. So, whatever. Grabbed an English class. I guess I was a sophomore, so... I had to grab a math class, too, because I hadn't gotten my two math classes out of the way. The, least favorite, the, the, school, or the, the class that I hated the absolute most was P.E., and luckily, I think they changed the law. Anyways, you only needed one year of P.E., and so I think I got D's in P.E. as a freshman, and so I didn't have to choose a P.E. class. That was sweet. I have very short legs. I'm, a, I'm not a short person, but I have very short legs, and a very long torso. So that just makes you terrible at any sport or any exercise that involves moving your whole body around. It's like, uh, what's it like? Maybe it's like filling up a garbage can full of water and then setting that on one matchbox car. And then that matchbox car has to haul that garbage can full of water around. Anyways, I hated PE. I remember they had a thing where you had to like run around the track. And you could get a grade. I mean, you know, how? Why can you? Why do they give grades in PE? I don't even know. Um, but anyways, it was like you could get a D. So you know, whatever. Anyways, if you walked, if you just walked around the track, you got a D. And I'm like, I can just walk around the track and not run and get a D. And it was like, yeah. I mean, they're like, yeah, like trying to convince me that's that's a terrible thing. And I'm like, sweet, done. And I just walked around that track. Eight times or whatever, but back to uh college. So there was a time when I just basically was flunking out every term, and it's because I just never did my homework. Um, but you know, I'd still come up with the money and keep trying. You know, this is over a period of I don't know what 10 years over a period of 10 years. I'd you know, flunk out, quit a couple years, go back, flunk out, quit four years, flunk out, flunk out, etc. But eventually I became a good college student. You know, I was smart and all I needed to do was my homework. And the way that I started doing my homework was I never ever did it at home. I would just go to school early in the morning and go to my classes whatever time they were, that didn't matter. And then I would stay at school until my homework was done. And then I go home where I knew I would never ever do a single iota of homework. And also, I got a job at the school to keep myself there. And it was like, you know, you can work these hours or that hours. And I'm like, what I would do is I would pick late hours. I would work late at, you know, relatively late at night. School closes at maybe 10. So I'd pick the last hours of the day to have my job. And then if I went to school early in the morning, that meant I I was stuck there the entire day. I mean, I'd be going to the library, taking naps, whatever. But I'd be stuck there the whole time. And that was how I finally got good grades. And in fact, after a while, I got phenomenal grades, basically all A's. But the last class, when I say basically all A's, I mean A minuses and A's. I don't think we had it. It didn't have A pluses. But the last time I got a grade that was less than an A minus, I think I got a B plus, was, it was a technical writing class. This is, you know, this is, it was the summer of the end of my two-year degree and so I took this technical writing class and it was online only and I mean I could have tried harder but I didn't I didn't slouch like I, I was a good student at this point like you know I was whatever like I'd finished calculus a whole year of calculus for instance and done good in it but anyways this technical writing class is one of the hardest classes I ever had and it's just because the guy would be whatever you, you know you, you had you had to write one paper for the whole term but you had to, you know, every maybe two weeks, 13-week term, you had to, like, every two weeks, you had to send in your your draft. You know, like, maybe the first two weeks would be, like, do an outline, then two weeks after that, it'd be, like, do a very rough draft, and then a more polished draft, or I forget how it went. Anyways, but the guy would grade you, and just, for no reason, he was he was a maniac about giving you a low grade, and so, like, whatever i did a hell of a job on that thing and i got a b plus so you know you never know it just depends on where you go and there was no reason for this online only class to be difficult it should have been crazy easy so this is funny like i didn't have a podcast i didn't have anything to talk about today but sometimes i take down notes and i was like hey talk about that one time that you cheated on an essay and so i haven't even gotten to that part but you just you start thinking about one thing and it gives you a lot to talk about but so Back when I was a bad student, I had to take a writing class. It was like, anyways, I had to take a a writing class, one of the fundamental ones that every community college student has to take. And so I showed up at this class. There was a female teacher who, I'm sure she was woke then. I didn't even have the concept. I'm sure she's woke now. But anyways, her first assignment was write a small essay. I don't know how long, you know, one to three pages. And it was like, give your opinion on writing, you know, on writing essays. Write an essay about writing essays. And so, like this one flew out of me. You know, normally an essay would be, whatever. Normally it'd be like pulling teeth to get me to write an essay about whatever. But this one, I just sat down and wrote a beautifully, argumented essay. It just, it just, you know, it it was like, uh, it was like this essay had been in me my entire life, like a baby. And all of a sudden I just afterbirthed it right on the page. And basically what I said was that writing essays is stupid. The way that uh, universities make you write essays doesn't teach you anything and it doesn't differentiate uh, talented people from untalented people. And that teachers who make you write essays are wasting their lives and think that they're doing something great when actually they're pieces of shit. I'm sure I didn't curse, but you get the idea. So that was my essay. I said, essays are bull. And it was well written. And how do I know it was well written? Well, I know because it pissed that teacher off so much you can't believe it. And so she didn't give me an F. She said, I'm not going to give you a grade. And like, I think I, yeah, anyway, she's like, I'm not going to give you a grade on it. I'm like, what do you mean you're not going to give me a grade on it? That's not... Whatever, that's just not part of the curriculum. You know, every day, the first day of class, they always give you a piece of paper and tell you the things. You're going to write these number of essays and then you're going to get these grades, and they're going to be, this one will be averaged at 10%, 10%, and then 80% on the final essay or whatever. I'm like, you're going against what you said. And she's like, whatever. She was just flipped out and <laughs> flipped out by my essay, my awesome, awesome essay. About how essays are bull crap. And I think I had to... I had to, like, go talk to a, uh... Whatever. Her boss. I had to go talk to her boss, like a Karen. And the boss went back to her and was like... You know, you you gotta figure something out. You can't just be giving no grade because you're pissed off. And so I think what she said was... Anyway, we came to an agreement. Like, I didn't care. I enjoyed writing that essay. The only essay I've ever enjoyed writing. Uh... What we came to was, okay, we'll just we're not gonna count that one towards your grade and then, you know, there was some final essay that you had to write, and so that was what my grade would be based on. And so, whatever, I just continued on. This is back in the days when I was frequently flunking out, and so I just I just continued on, whatever. But then I was at a bus stop, I didn't have a car at the time, and I saw a high school buddy and I was talking to him and I was just telling him, Oh man, I got this essay to Turn in or whatever, you know. I got eight weeks to get an essay, whatever. I told him the story that I just told you, probably with more cussing. And he's like, You know what? I just turned in an essay and got an A on it. And I was like, Oh, really? He's like, Yeah, you know. And it was like, you know, long story short, it was the right length and the right subject matter. You know, you could kind of write it about whatever you wanted. His essay was about. I wish I, I wish I would have saved that essay because when I, I read it, I had to read it so that I could retype it, and turn it in as my own. But it was the best essay I've ever read in my entire life. And he's just he was a, he's just kind of a weird guy from high school that you would never ever expect to be a super duper wordsmith, but he was, or at least according to my early twenties brain. And the essay was about somehow I think I think it was I think it was Rambo, not First Blood, but anyways, one of the old Sylvester Stallone. Rambo movies, like he took that movie and used it as a metaphor for, I mean, it might have been something like, I don't remember, it might have been something like colonialism or whatever that I'd probably be against today, but at the time it was like, you know, Rambo 2, you know, or Rambo, First Blood Part 2, as a metaphor for colonialism, and just, it was, it was amazing, he just, he wrote that thing so well, it was so awesome, and uh, whatever, I turned that thing, got an A in the class. So I lost my train of thought. So let's go back. I'm in high school. I'm coming in like the first or second day to choose the classes. They got a big whiteboard. And I got to choose English. I got to choose a math. Who cares? And then also you have to have a science. You know, a sophomore needs a science class. I think you need two total. And so we're looking at the board and they're like, okay, here are the science classes you can take. And we're looking at the board it's, you know, biology, chemistry, whatever. And I'm like, what's that one? And it was like, science ESL. They're like, oh, you don't want that one. Well, I'm like, what is that one? And that they're like, well, that's the science class for people who don't speak English. English second language, ESL. And I'm like, give me that class. And so I did get that class. And uh, I, mean, I was the biggest star I've ever been in any class ever. I was the frickin' class genius. Um, It was like me and a bunch of uh, Vietnamese immigrants who didn't speak English. And I got an A, and I passed.